thank you for being here with us today. And we appreciate that. And uh, we want to make sure you have something good uh, to chump on. That's right. Praise God. That's good food. That's soul food if I've ever seen soul food. Amen. The word of God. The word of God, I'm telling you, you eat on that, you're going to be abundantly satisfied. Yeah, right, right. Amen. All right, Psalm number one. Let's go there, please. Verses one through three. You have it? Okay, let's read all together. Ready? Read. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. Whatever he does shall prosper. Now I want you to take note again of verse 2. It says his delight is in the law of the Lord and in his law he meditates day and night. So when that person, you, me, when we meditate day and night, something comes out of meditation and it's called revelation. Is that right? And so as a result it says he shall be that one who meditates and gets revelation shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. So today I want to talk about rivers of revelation knowledge. Rivers of revelation knowledge. And then to boot, and whatever he does shall prosper. So when you get into this river of revelation knowledge, you're about to get over into a river of abundance. You're about to get over into a river of prosperity. That everything, whatever you do, how many of y'all would love it that whatever you do prospers? I mean, what would you do if you knew that with God's direction, everything would prosper? Would that let you sleep at night? Would that let you just go? I mean, I mean everything. That's what God wants for you. Whatever you do to prosper. But to do that, you got to get over in these rivers of revelation knowledge. Father, thank you for the word of God we're about to receive. I thank you that your people are already in tune, ready to receive the word of God. That, Lord, I declare that each person today is good ground for the word of God. I pray, Lord, that each person, Lord, as they, we are receiving, that God, revelation flows freely in this place, that your word moves swiftly, and it is glorified among your people. Thank you that, God, we receive the word of God with meekness because it's able to save and convert our souls, and that we receive the word of God, not as the word of men, but as it is in truth, your word, which works effectively in those who believe. I pray this for every person here and all those who are watching online today, now, and in, into the future. Let every person be blessed by the word of God, we pray in Jesus' name. So be it. Amen, amen. and amen. All right, take your seats. Glory to God. <clears throat> now, just a little bit of review again. Y'all don't mind me reviewing, right? All right, now, we've been talking about how, we've starting out talking about how Adam, uh, the first man, walked in revelation knowledge, right? Adam didn't learn. Adam didn't, uh, he, he discerned, right? Adam didn't, uh, he didn't go to school. Uh, he wasn't educated. He walked in revelation. Amen? And uh, it's just funny, as I was reading the word the other day, I was reading Proverbs, and it took me back to Genesis, and I saw something there, I said, wow, boy, Adam was a bad boy. In Genesis uh, chapter 2, I want you to see something here. Genesis 2, hallelujah. And in verse uh, 18, Genesis 2, 18, it says, and the Lord God said, it's not good that man should be alone. And that's right. I will make him a helper com uh, comparable 
are suitable to him. Out of the ground, the Lord God formed every what? Beast of the field and bird, every bird of the air and brought them. So all the beasts and all the birds were who God brought to Adam to see what he would call them. And whatever Adam called each living creature, that's the beasts and the birds, that was its name. So Adam gave names to all cattle, to the birds of the air, and to every beast of the field. So he didn't, he didn't, you know, according to, I was thinking he did all the bugs too, but it didn't say he did the bugs and the fishes. This is just the beasts of the field and the birds of the air. Still a lot of, lot of, lot of animals, right? Okay. Then it says, uh, but for Adam, there was not a, not found a helper comparable to him. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam, deep sleep. And he slept. Now this is a sleep where you're not aware of what's going on. Anybody, have you ever been on a, under anesthesia? This is a divine anesthesia. God's the first anesthesiologist this world has ever known. Right? Glory to God. Put him to sleep. And he took one of his ribs. Took one of his ribs. And closed up the flesh in its place. So, he, this is surgery here. God's the first surgeon. First transplant surgeon. Took a rib. Come on now. I want you to see this. Took a rib out of, out of one man and then formed it into a, a whole person. I don't know how you do that. I don't know. Come on now. I want you to see how big and smart your God is. We're talking about transplant here. From a one rib made a whole woman. And the Bible says, and he closed Adam up. So he, he, he sold him up real good. Now, you know, when God closed him up, if you understand how your body is, there's nothing, there's, there's no scar, nothing, right? And it says in the rib, which the Lord God had taken from man, he made into a woman, made a woman out of a rib. That's, that's wonderful. And he brought her to the man. Okay. Now what, all this time this is happening, what is Adam doing? He's sleep. He is totally unconscious. He is totally unaware of what's happening. So then God brings this woman out of nowhere. Adam never seen her on this planet. All he's ever seen is baboons and raccoons and stuff. He's never, you understand? <laughs> and here comes this ha 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 walking up to him. He's like, whoa, right? And so this woman comes and then Adam, watch what he says, verse 23. And Adam said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh she shall be called woman because she was taken out of man how did Adam know that see I understand you looking at me like well that's a big deal see you read this stuff like well that's he's, how did Adam know that he was slept you know how some of y'all are nice, slept. He was slept. When God puts you to sleep, you are slept. Right? And how does he know, notice words he says, she is bone of my bones. How does he know about bones? I, I, I'm, I'm getting very basic for y'all. Y'all, see y'all so educated. You're so educated. He wasn't educated. There was no 
anatomy and physiology class for him to go to. There was no biology 101 for him to go to. There was no zoology training. He named all these animals. How did he? There's no school, there's no university, there's no high school. There's, there's, there's no kindergarten class even teach them what a baboon and a raccoon is. So how does he know that he has bones? There's no x-ray machines. I'm just, I'm messing with y'all. Y'all, see y'all, y'all are like, pastor, so simple. Yes, that's why I get revelation. Because I'm simple. You're so smart and you got to try to live on your smartness. But if you will let the simple truth of the word of God come through to you, just let God awe you for a minute. Just, just, wow. How did Adam know he had bones? Well, he could felt them. He don't know what that is. I mean, the only way you know is somebody told you that's your bone. Right? Well, Pastor Adam knew because God told him. Right! That's what I'm trying to get you to understand. Everything he got, he got from God. Everything he knew, it was by divine revelation. It's revelation knowledge. Your Bible says that when God took the rib out, that God closed his flesh up. Closed it up. Didn't say sold him up, closed him up. That means there's no scar, no mark, there's no sign that he ever been cut open. How does he know this woman came out of him? Nothing he can see. So this has to be divine revelation. And what I'm, I went through all that, I wasted some of y'all's time, I understand, is to try to get you to understand this, that that's what God is trying to take us back to. Well, we don't have to learn, we can discern. Well, we don't have to be educated so much as we live on revelation from God. Because what would take you 10 years to learn, God can let you discern in 10 seconds. How would that accelerate your progress if you could just hear from God, hey, do this. This is what it is. I understand. I understand the frustration with you. So many of you, you understand. You're, you're dependent on well, what I learn, what I what I can see, what I can see. I understand. I understand. You, you're doing pretty good for yourself. Got a good job. It's your bad self. Just got you a good job. I ain't talking about no job. Come on, sir. Come on. I no job. Adam didn't have a job. Glory to God. You messing with me? Yes, I'm messing with you. Come on now. They lived on revelation. And God wants to get, matter of fact, turn, turn, this, turn over here to John, 5, John 14. This is what God wants to get us back to. John 14, I'll help you out. Because some of you old, some of you saying, well, that's Old Testament pastor, we New Testament believers. And uh, it's different now. Yeah, it is different now. It's different now. We've got too much education distraction. <clears throat> We've become too education dependent. I'm not against education. You understand that? Praise God. Get, get your education. Learn. But you can't depend on that. You can't depend on that. I'm educated. 
My wife's educated. Our children are educated. So I'm not against education, knowing your ABCs and your one, two, threes and <laughs> analytic geometry and stuff like that. I understand that. I learned that stuff. Glory to God. Glory to God. I'm, I'm, I'm a genius. <laughs> no, I'm y'all laughing. No, I, 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 I have a high IQ. That's, I'm, not, I'm not kidding about that. I'm serious about that. <clears throat> All right. But what I learned was that there are limits to all that. But there's no limit on revelation knowledge. <laughs> all right. John 14. Are you there? I better move on for y'all fight me. Verse 25. These things I've spoken to you while being present with you. Watch what the Lord Jesus says. He says, but the helper. Yes. The Holy Spirit, yes, whom the Father will send in my name, yes. he will teach you all things. Yes, so all of a sudden, I have a divine teacher who has the ability to teach me all things. Most of you, you have, you remember a teacher, you had a math teacher, you had a science teacher, you had a social studies teacher, you had a, you had a, a, a PE teacher, <laughs> you had a band teacher, you had these teachers, and they, they specialize in one subject. They, they might have known a little bit about everything, but they knew a lot about one thing. But that's not the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost knows everything about everything. So there's no limit. 1 John 2.20 says you have an unction of the Holy One, of the Holy Ghost, and you know all things. So all things are available to us. It says he'll teach you all things. I like that. And then it says and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. Then he said in verse 27, watch what happens when you let the Holy Ghost teach you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Now watch this line. Watch this line. I'll underline this. Not as the world gives. So there's a peace the world gives that comes through their education, that comes through their systems, which comes through their way of life, and that, that's supposed to give you a peace, but it's always a false peace. You get a degree, there's peace. Or you live in this neighborhood, you're going to have peace. Or you, you, you have whatever, 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 there's this peace. But that's not a, a, the peace. See, Jesus said, that ain't the peace I give you. That peace is going to pass away. But my peace is going to pass all understanding. Their peace is a false peace. Their peace gets tripped up because they're always going to introduce something new that, that makes you, uh-oh, I don't have that yet, so I got to go back and get that. They're going to always change the rules on you. I'm trying to help some of you. They're always going to change the rules on you. But with God, he's not changing the rules. He says, so my peace I give you, he says, not as the world gives do I give you. So watch what happens when you get his peace and you get his revelation. So let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Y'all got it? Yes. Now, I gave you two types of knowledge, sense knowledge and revelation knowledge. Praise the Lord. Revel uh, sense knowledge is any inform information gained or revealed through the senses from human sources, right? right? Okay, now, I told you that this is where natural men live. On sense knowledge. And it's where fear dominates. Okay? You don't want to get, live on that realm there. Because fear, your Bible says in, in, uh, in 1 John that fear has torment. 1 John 4.18 says that fear 
has torment. Fear causes torment. Jesus said in Luke 21, verse 26, that fear causes heart failure. Luke 21, 26, Jesus said, men's hearts failing them from fear. So if you get in this fear due to the sense realm, it has an adverse effect on your body. You know why people stress out? Because of fear. You know why they're in fear? Because they're living on sense knowledge. What they heard, what they see, what they feel, what they can touch. Anything that comes in from this sense realm traps people in fear and it paralyzes them to the point that Jesus said their hearts give out. Fear. Everybody say fear. Fear. It involves torment. <laughs> when you live in the sense realm, I was just telling you this a moment ago about, about, about how the rules change. One, one, of, one of the silliest things about the sense realm is the sense realm keeps you uh, in, in the comparison mode. In other words, other words first of all, your, your sense, uh, our, somebody, when we were coming in the door uh, today, one, one, one young lady said, oh, it's, it's hot out there. We were in the air condition. So, and then somebody opened the door, she said, ooh, it's hot. I felt that heat out there. What happened? Her senses compared what was there to what was here. Right? Your, that's how your senses work. That's how you use your nose. You, your nose is always comparing. My wife can walk into a room. You need to clean up. Because her nose is comparing what good smell is, what clean smell is. Right? Your eyes. You ever seen how a woman, women, I don't know how they do this. They can walk into a room and within 30 seconds they have summed, some, they have summed everything up. Walk out, did you see them shoes? What, what, what shoes? Shoes don't even match her purse. What? Oh, oh what? <laughs> because your eyes, everything in this sense realm, ladies and gentlemen. Come on, have you ever heard somebody who can't sing and trying to sing? How do you know that they can't sing? Because you compare. That's not how they saw that song on that album. You need to stop. Right? You're comparing. And the danger of that is that in that sense realm, when you start to compare all the time, then you get over into this, it causes this fear because here, here's what it is. You start comparing each with each other. Oh, we're going to get there by Wednesday. You start comparing with each other. Now I got to compare my house with your house. Now I compare my car with your car. And I feel better about myself if I think my car is better than your car or my house is better than your house. 
And the worst part is that same fear is there. That same fear is resident because you fear somebody else is going to have something you don't have. So that fear realm, that, that sense of realm will get you in, it, it'll get you in the grind. It'll get you in the hustle and the bustle of trying to keep up with the Joneses and outdo the Joneses. So come on now, you'll be comparing purses, ladies. You'll be comparing shoes and comparing this and comparing that. For what? Your Bible says to compare yourselves with yourselves is foolish. My comparison is not with you. My comparison is with God. God, am I living up to your standards? God, is my life meeting up to your standards? I don't care what you have. There's nothing anybody on this planet has that moves me. Most of it is by debt. So debt definitely doesn't move me. You proud of what you got and, and tomorrow, you know, I'm looking, look at my house, look at my car, look at my what, what, what that ain't yours, that's the banks. They let, let you drive as long as you keep making the payments. So you definitely ain't moving me by that. Now, if you got it in faith, I ain't jealous. I'm like, praise God, I'm next in line. You hear what I'm saying to like comparing my wife with somebody else's wife. Now wait a minute, and I see y'all laughing, but that's how folk get over into adultery. Adultery only deals with just comparing. You preach a pastor, I know it, man, I know it. Yep, I'm gonna sow a seed into myself. knowledge and it's the danger zone and most of this world every unbeliever lives on it and many people in the body of Christ still live in that same danger zone of the sense knowledge realm but there's another realm we call it revelation knowledge everybody say revelation knowledge that's the information you that's that's uh, revealed to your spirit from above it's from divine resources or divine sources this is where born again men live this is where faith operates. Faith is born. Write this down. Faith is born out of revelation knowledge. Faith is born out of revelation knowledge. Faith is born out of revelation knowledge. First John 5 and verse 4. You know this scripture, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. I started out. Four. Four. I started at four. Y'all got the rest? Oh, you need a little more than that? <laughs> Notice it says, for whatever is born of God. So this is not the whoever yet. This is a whatever. So it's something. Pastor Kim taught on that a couple years ago. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. So you need something. If you're going to overcome the world, you need something that is born birth 
from God. Well, God doesn't birth anything in the, in the sense knowledge realm. He births everything or brings everything in the revelation knowledge realm. He speaks to your spirit. So whatever is born of God now overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. So what is birthed from God? It's faith. And faith is born from revelation knowledge. If you don't have revelation knowledge, it is impossible to have faith. Wow, wow, wow. That's what I was teaching on these last two messages here. It's impossible to have faith without revelation knowledge. When people say, I have faith in humanity, you a lie. Because humanity will let you down. Can I get a witness here? Has anybody here ever been let down by humans? All right. So don't be shocked the next time it happens. That's why you don't put your faith in humanity. Have faith in God. Don't, you don't have faith in the system. I have faith in the justice system that we're going to get justice. That's a lie. Justice is blind. No, justice has been healed. She got her sight back. Praise the Lord. Because <laughs> she can show see whether you're black or white or rich or poor, she can see. <laughs> Y'all better stop telling that lie right there. There's no blind justice. She got a healing. You walk in the courtroom and think justice blind, praise the Lord. You better walk in with faith in God. You better walk in with faith in God. That God can make you invisible to the system. Oh yes, he can. It happened to Jesus. Jesus, they, they, his first day in ministry, he out there preaching and they gonna grab him because they got mad they can't stand what he preaching. They grab him, they gonna they take him to the cliff. We gonna throw him over the cliff and the Bible says he passed right through them. How is a crowd holding him? They're gonna push him over and all of a sudden they can't find him because God made him invisible. So you better have faith in God. God will make you invisible. God will make, Yeah. <laughs> I'm just telling you because this I know this. God will make the house that's for you invisible. He'll make the car that he has for you invisible. He'll make the spouse that he's reserving for you invisible. Well, can't nobody else see him? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know that's right. I was thinking about that the other day. I said, boy, God, you preserved me a good wife. You, you preserved me a good wife. He did. He, he kept her for me. He did, because in high school, she wasn't studding me. Y'all know what I mean when I say studding? She wasn't studding me. Because I, I wasn't a jock. I was just good looking. You know, I'm just some mess with it. All right, praise the Lord. I better move on, I better move on, I better move on. All right, so again, whatever is born of God, now, revelation knowledge is that which is born of God. You got it? So that is what produces faith. Faith begins where the will of God is known. Faith begins where the word of God is known. It's what 
what you heard God say, what he's revealed to you now, mm, that's settled. So at that point, when, oh, thank you, Lord. When you have revelation knowledge on the inside of you, that's your spirit is set now in the revelation knowledge. Now it no longer matters what happens on the outside of you. That's right. You understand that? The sense knowledge realm no longer dictates what you say. That's why the Bible talks about holding fast to your confession without wavering. How can you hold fast to your confession without wavering? Because my confession is based on a revelation knowledge. My revelation knowledge says, I am the healed. So even if a pain hits my back, oh, oh, that's just sense knowledge. My confession still is, I am healed. Revelation knowledge, when it says to me, I am rich. Now it doesn't matter what happens, what they say, and what they see, and what I hear. What matters is, what God said on the inside of me, no, I am rich. Oh, you, how you got any money? I don't have any money, but I am rich. What you start saying is, I don't have it yet. That's a revelation knowledge is, I don't have it yet. It's just like, it's just like when you're fishing. I talk to y'all about fishing all the time. When you get a fish on your line, you say, I have a fish. Now, you can't see it. You don't know how big it is. We were coming over the, over the Skyway Bridge last night, coming from Sarasota, late, late last night. And, uh, and we saw people out there on that bridge. You know those bridges out there? They fishing out there. My wife told me, they fishing out there. I said, yeah, that's what they do. But, but it's dark. I said, well, you can't see the fish anyway. <laughs> It's broad daylight. You can't see the fish anyway. All they know is they hook into something. <laughs> oh, shucks. That's all I know is right there, right, Devin? I hooked on something. <laughs> and you start rejoicing. You start grinning. You start, fish on because I, I hook. Revelation knowledge is hook. I hooked into something. It doesn't matter if it's dark or light or raining. I ain't letting go. So what I hooked in, get up out of that water. You got it? Oh, Jesus. Man, I need to hurry up. All right, now, now, I'm, I'm preaching good. Okay? Okay, I'm talking about sense, sense knowledge versus revelation knowledge. And I told you, that's the difference. Sense knowledge and revelation knowledge, that's the difference between you overcoming the world and the world overcoming you. Whether you live by sense knowledge or, or revelation knowledge. There's a difference between life and death. Poverty and prosperity. It's a difference we quote we read in John 14 between you living in torment or you living in peace. It's what knowledge realm are you living in? Are you operating in? Glory to God. Now, I'm going to show you something. Give me uh, Hosea 4, 6 again, please. I might still be reviewing when my clock runs out today. Hosea 4, 6. Notice what, you, what God said here. He said, my people, are y'all God's people? My people are destroyed for lack of money, lack of education, lack of connections. No, lack of knowledge. Now, he's talking about here revelation knowledge. He says, because you have rejected knowledge. Now, the you here is who? Who? The priest, y'all, weren't y'all here Wednesday night? Remember we said he's talking to the priest about the people. Y'all, it's on YouTube. Go, go watch it on YouTube. <laughs> talking to the priest about the people. He's getting on them. 
He said, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because you, priests, have rejected knowledge, revelation knowledge. He says, I also reject you from uh, being priests for me. You've rejected revelation knowledge. You go to seminary training and you get your little degrees and you despiritize the word of God. You become analytical about the word of God as opposed to letting God just talk to you. You become a Hebrew Greek scholar and have no revelation whatsoever. It's interesting. You listen to preachers today, preachers today, and they, they will quote more secular books. Oh, this book says, and this book says. I remember the Lord told me that about two, two, two and a half years ago. He said, stop reading all them books. He said, don't read nothing, nothing but this word right here. He told me that. He said, stop reading all them books. This is what you read. Because all those books give you all of their opinions, all their commentary, all their, their stuff. And you don't want all that secular stuff getting into you, philosophy and you. They up there quoting Socrates and, you know, all Aristotle said. I hear this in the pulpit. Aristotle? Show me what book is Aristotle in? What? Because people are impressed by philosophy, by human knowledge. But he says, you have rejected knowledge. In other words, my knowledge, what I want to show you. And he said, for that reason, my people are destroyed. Their lives are a mess. Broken, busted, disgusted, marriages falling apart, lives falling apart. They're not healed. Thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I praise God, man, around here. And I think, I'm trying to think, when the last time we had a funeral for somebody in our church? It's been, it been a little minute. It ain't in it because it's going to be a long time. Because you get here and you learn how to live. You don't learn how to die. You learn how to be healthy. You don't learn how to be sick. That's, and that's not me. That's revelation knowledge from God. Yes, sir. Somebody said, so he said, preachers is your fault. Malachi 2.7, Malachi 2.7. This is what God says. He says, for the lips of a priest should keep knowledge, should keep revelation knowledge. So there should always be revelation knowledge on, on the lips of your priest, your preacher, your man of God. And he says, and people, now watch this, and people should seek the law from his mouth. Why? For he is the messenger of the Lord of hosts. He is, the, I told y'all this, Lord of hosts means the Lord of financial transactions. He's the Lord of angel armies. He's the Lord of prosperity. That's what the Lord of hosts mean. You see it anywhere in scripture. In fact, Malachi, is a, the whole book of Malachi is a financial book. Right? So he's talking about financial prosperity here. So he says here, he says here, so th there's two people responsible for something. One, the priests are responsible. He said, your lips should keep knowledge. So I'm going to make you this promise. I'm going to always do my job. I'm going to always make sure I spend time with God. Come on, can, can we make an agreement here? I'm going to make sure I spend time with God. I don't need to go to the movies. I don't need to go play golf. I don't need to go and hang out playing pinochle nowhere. No, that's all good. I, I, I might do it from time to time. You understand? I'm not saying I, that I, I don't ever do it. But I'm talking about it's more important to me for you. 
Matter, yeah, thank you, Lord. I checked out. It's more important to me for me. Because I need a revelation knowledge for me. I got to go to the same store y'all got to go to. Praise God. I don't, I don't get a preacher discount at Publix. Praise the Lord. So I got to live the same way you live. Praise God. Amen. So it's more important for me to get this revelation knowledge so that we can all live and prosper and be healthy and whole and strong. Got it? But then it says, and the people should seek the law from his mouth. So then you got to make sure you do your part. Tell your neighbor, you got to do your part. You got to do your part. If the pastor going to give it, you got to receive it. If he going to spend time putting the pot together and getting all of all the ingredients and putting the meal together. Come on now. Pass a slave it over this meal, getting it all done, getting the word of God. I'm putting the ham hocks in the greens and everything. Is that what y'all do? Smoked ham hocks and turkey necks and everything and make up some fresh cornbread. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing y'all fresh cornbread every time we come here. Am I lying about it? You don't hear me come here preaching the same thing over and over and over again. No, I'm bringing you fresh, fresh skillet cornbread. Fresh greens. Ain't no stale old greens. We had them last Christmas and we took them out the freezer and throw them. No, I'm bringing you fresh greens and fresh yams and fresh fried chicken and fr come on now. If I'm going to do all that, at least you show up and say, I'm hungry. I'm hungry, boy. I'm Strap up, I'm hungry, I'm ready to receive, I'm ready to eat. Somebody said, I'm ready to eat. See, that's, that, and, and you know, <laughs> other, other night I was sitting at the table and we had just eaten a meal. My wife had cooked something, uh, was some ribs, that, that was fried, cooked some ribs, boy. And, uh, and, some, and some cabbage and baby back ribs. I, I, must, must, I might have had a whole slab, I think. And, uh, and some cabbage boy, and I must have uh, belched. And the kids are like, ugh. You know, in some countries, that's a compliment to the chef. <laughs> Baby, my compliments. No, I'm just, I didn't do that. But I did belch. I'm like, oh, excuse me, y'all. I want to hear you belch, is what I'm saying to you. I want to. <laughs> joy than to know that my children walk in the truth. When you get revelation knowledge, you walk in it, do it, and you get the results. That's how I get my joy. Are you hearing that? So I'll, I'll keep giving it, but you got to keep receiving it. So God puts the keys to your success in the mouths of his messengers. Alright, now, again, go to Romans 10.7, please. Romans 10.7. Because this prophetic re revelation unlocks divine mysteries and gives birth to your faith. I'll say it again. This prophetic revelation unlocks divine mysteries and gives birth to your faith. Yes, I'm going to say it again. Because yes, some of you want to write it down. You need to know that. This prophetic revelation yes. unlocks divine mysteries and gives birth to your faith. This is Hallelujah. That's what you need, prophetic revelation. You don't need... You don't need some canned message that everybody else, you know. No, you don't need that. You don't need that. The Bible says a word in due season, how good it is. In other words, a word that comes at the right time, how good it is. So God has a, 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 a word that's going to make things good for you. Glory to God. All right, now I'll say this, this again. You ready? This prophetic revelation, or you could just say prophetic revelation, unlocks divine mysteries it unlocks divine mysteries 
That's what Revelation does, right? And gives birth to your faith. Now, Romans 10, 17 bears that out. It says faith comes by hearing and hearing implied comes by the word of God. You got it? Now, I'm going to ask that. Uh, Media, if you'll get the New English translation or the NET, the NET, I want you to see this in, in that translation for me, please, here. It says, consequently, faith comes from what is heard, and what is heard comes through the preached word of Christ. So what is heard comes. So when you hear preaching of the gospel, when you hear preaching, uh, if, if, you want, if you want to be healed, you got to hear preaching on it. That's going to produce revelation. It's going to, it's going to, it's going to open your ears. If you want to be uh, married, you want your marriage shown, you, you got to hear that, that it's preached. You don't want to hear somebody talking about old ball and chain. Just try to get along. No, 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 man. Husband loves your wife as Christ loved the church. Wives, submit to your own husbands and unto the Lord. Right? If you want to be prosperous, you don't want to hear about, you know, the government ain't doing us right. No, you, know, you know, you want to hear about God, what God can do for you. Are you hearing me? You don't need, you don't need to, listen to me, you don't need to hear anybody preach to you about you uh, suffering because you're black. You don't need any black, white preaching. You need to know from the word of God that no man can stand before you all the days of your life. That the same Lord over all is rich toward all who call upon him. You don't matter about you being black. Don't matter about you being white. It don't matter about you being male or female. All that matters is, can you believe the word of God? So that kind of faith, though, comes by hearing the preached or the revealed word of God. Amen. All right, now, I want you to remember again what we read in Malachi. Malachi 2 says, 2-7, that the lips of the priest should keep knowledge and the people should seek the law from his mouth. Okay? Now, I've got a few more minutes to, to move on this thing here. Uh, I gave you the other day, turn, you can turn to your Bible to Proverbs 14-6. Proverbs 14-6. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank, are y'all learning anything so far? Is this charge you up still? When I, I heard somebody tell me this other day, uh, somebody was a guest here, and they just validated, verified what I already knew, that when you hear this kind of revelation and you start to understand revelation knowledge, it's one of those times you get a brand new Bible. I don't mean you go buy a brand new Bible, I'm talking about your Bible all of a sudden becomes brand new to you. You start seeing it everywhere. You start seeing, oh, they did this by revelation. You start going through the Old Testament and you see the word of the Lord came to so-and-so. And, you know, they heard a voice. That's revelation knowledge. Now, we operate in a time now of visions and dreams and prophecy and so forth. It's just revelation knowledge. Sometimes it's, you don't get a prophecy or a dream or a vision. It's just an unction in here. That ever happened to you? You get a, all of a sudden a knowing down in your knower. I'm supposed to do this. Ladies and gentlemen, you have met revelation knowledge. You have experienced it more than you understand. 
Now, all I'm trying to do, the Lord's trying to do is get us more aware of it. And to, as he told me uh, a couple weeks ago, I want you to explore it and exploit it. Jesus, y'all missed that. He says, I want you to explore it and then exploit it. Meaning, I want you to explore, I want you to learn more about how revelation knowledge works. I want you to learn more about how, how I speak to you. I want you to learn more about how I speak to my people. And then once you learn it and become sensitive to how God speaks, now I want you to exploit it. I want, in other words, I want you to use it all the time. In other words, I want you to trust Proverbs 3, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. Verse 6, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he should. Well, what is he talking about? Well, I love the Holy Ghost because he just brought it right there. Just Proverbs 3, give me verse 5. Yes. Oh, see, y'all see what I'm talking about? Yes. It's happening while I'm standing up here. Yes. 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 Trust in the Lord with all your heart. You know how people say trust your heart? No, don't trust your heart. Your Bible, the Bible says the, a man's heart is deceitfully wicked. So your heart will trick you. Come on, come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. He's back in high school dating the wrong person. At least you just followed your heart. Oh, your heart said buy this car, and it was a lemon. Come on now. Led you right into destruction. No, he says, so no, don't trust your heart. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and then lean not to sense knowledge. Jesus. I'm going to sow into myself again. on your sense knowledge. Your understanding is sense knowledge. That's how you maneuver and manipulate things on this planet. It's your own understanding is sense knowledge. He says, so don't lean on that. Verse 6 now. In all your ways, acknowledge him. Acknowledge him and he's going to direct. How is he going to direct? It's revelation knowledge. He's going to say, do this. He's going to say, get up and go over here in this morning and uh, I, want you to, I want you to do this this way. He'll, he'll direct you on, on take a different path to work. And on that path to work, you're like, why am I going this way? This is like going five minutes out of the way. But he'll show you, that's your house. Oh, no. And look for a house. I got to go on Realtor.com and I got to go on Zillow and I got to hire a Realtor. That's sense knowledge. That's sense knowledge. I'm not saying anything wrong with that. I'm just saying, they'll, you'll see houses, and they'll show you houses, but you're looking for your house. God knows your house. He told the children of Israel, he said, I have searched all over this planet, and I have found the best land for you. I know the best property for you. So you want, you want to find yours, you need some revelation knowledge. You need him to direct your path. Glory to God. Give me verse 7 on that. I'm just, I'm just going to stay right there. Verse 7. Verse 7. Do not be wise in your own eyes. That's sense knowledge. Don't be wise in your own eyes. Think you got all the sense. He says, fear the Lord. Come on. And what? And depart from evil. He said, fear the Lord. Give me... Uh, Proverbs 1 verse 7. Proverbs 1 verse 7. 
the fear of the Lord Oh, y'all not sticking with me. Y'all better, y'all better stay with me, man. Go back to Proverbs 3, verse 7. Go, go back to Proverbs 3, verse 7. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Now go to Proverbs chapter 1, verse 7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning. When you get into fear of the Lord, now you are in position for revelation knowledge to flow. In fact, what I want you to see is uh, every river has beginnings. Every river starts somewhere. Something feeds that river, those river, that river to make it start, right? Glory to God. And he says, you want to get a river started? You want to get a river of revelation started in your life? Fear the Lord. What does it mean to fear the Lord? Be afraid of him? No, 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 no. Be, that kind of fear is sense knowledge. Fear of the Lord is a reverential respect. As long as I'm breathing, I'll worship you. God, oh Jesus, God, you're my everything. I'm nothing without you, Lord. I yield my life to you. I won't make a decision unless you give me wisdom on it. That's fearing the Lord. I don't, I, I'm not wise in my own eyes. Glory to God. In fact, go back, get, get Proverbs 3, 7 back on the screen. Thank you, Holy Ghost. He having his way on that. So don't be wise in your own eyes. So what you're seeing here is an opposite. Right? Don't be wise in your own eyes. Here's the opposite. Fear the Lord. And depart from evil. So if you are being wise in your own eyes, you are not having a reverential respect for the Lord. If you're making a decision just based on what you gathered, you're not fearing the Lord. Now, I'm not picking on you about that because guess what? All of us have been there. Yes. Your neighbor, your mama, your cousin, your auntie, them, the person right, sitting right next to you, we've all done it. Maybe we're doing it right now in some area of our life or another. Am I right about it? But we're learning today. We're learning today. No, I'm going to turn from that. I'm not going to be wise in my own eyes. I'm going to fear the Lord. And then give me again Proverbs 1 verse 7. Fear the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Glory to God. Are y'all getting anything? Yes, sir. I was trying to take y'all to Proverbs 14, 6. Did I take y'all there yet? No. Hallelujah. Get, go back there. Today? Yes. I, oh, I didn't read it. We didn't read it. Well, why didn't y'all read it? <laughs> a scoffer seeks wisdom and does not find us. A scoffer is a person who mocks. They, they, they critique. They, they laugh. They, I don't, that, that's foolishness. You talk about tithing or going to church and serving God and ain't nobody got time for that. That's, that's, that's a scoffer. That person seeks wisdom and does not find it, but knowledge, revelation knowledge is easy to him who understands. Now give me that same one in the, um, I gave you this, the Passion Translation. I want you to hear this, the Passion Translation. Y'all read it with me? Read it. The intellectually arrogant seek for wisdom, but they never seem to discover what they claim they're looking for. Why? Says what? The, for the revelation knowledge flows. That's, that's what I want you to see. Revelation knowledge flows. God wants you and me to get into a flow of revelation. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? Not where... Oh, every once in a while we get a word from God. Let me see him think I'm doing. No, no, no. No, where we get into a floor of revelation. Where every step 
is directed by the Lord. <laughs> you want to win? I said, do you want to win? You need every step to be directed by God. And if you don't know his direction, don't step. You just uh, pause. What you waiting on? I'm waiting on a word. You don't have time. I have time. I got plenty of time. No, there's a deadline. I don't live on deadlines. I live on a lifeline. And the Bible says in Ecclesiastes, as long as among the living, there is hope. So as long as I'm living, there is hope. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not bound by a deadline. I live by lifelines. So the revelation knowledge flows to the one who hungers for understanding. All right, now, go to uh, Luke 8, please. Let me expedite this and finish out. My time just expired on me. Y'all took too much of my time. Luke 8. Y'all to pay me back Wednesday. Luke chapter 8. If you earnestly seek out revelation knowledge, God will open kingdom mysteries to you. If you earnestly seek out revelation knowledge, God will open kingdom mysteries to you. Luke chapter 8 and uh, verse 9. Are you there? says, then his disciples asked him, saying, what does this parable mean? He had told them a parable about the sower uh, and the ground, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah, thank you. I'm, just trust me. It's in your Bible. It's right there. Okay. Verse 10. Now watch what Jesus says. He says, to you, it has been given to know the mysteries, mysteries of the kingdom of God. But to the rest... It is given to them in parables that seeing they may not see, seeing with their senses, they may not really see with revelation. And hearing, with their natural hearing, they, they may not understand. That's by revelation. Got it? Now, when you see that word mysteries, if you got a good Bible in the uh, center column reference or somewhere, it'll say secret or hidden truths. So mysteries are secret or hidden truths. So what you need to live on, ladies and gentlemen, is truth or you need truths from God. I've showed you this in the past, talked or talked to this, this in the past, that when you have a truth, a truth resounds over facts. Truths are in the revelation knowledge realm. Facts are in the sense knowledge realm. And facts, that's right, can change. Anything in this sense knowledge realm can change. What can be one way today can be a whole different way tomorrow. But when there's a truth, his truth endures to all generations. God's truth endures forever. So truth will never change. But facts like my blood pressure, facts like my marriage, or facts like my, my finances, or facts like whatever, whatever, that can all change. Just like it can be good today and, and bad tomorrow, it can be bad today, it can be good tomorrow. You ought to have your faith on, it might be bad today, but it's going to be good by tomorrow. 
Well, how you know that? Because there's a truth that's dwelling on the inside of me. I'm not looking at the facts. I'm looking at the truth. All right. Now, give me verse uh, verse 10. I want you to see this here in the Passion Translation. Verse 10 in the Passion Translation. I don't know if you can see that, but let's, let's try to read it together. Ready, read. He said, you have been given a teachable heart to perceive the secret hidden mysteries of God's kingdom realm. Stop. That is a gift already. You've been given a teachable heart. Are you hearing that? That means everybody doesn't have it. Your cousins, some of them don't have it. That's why they don't understand what you talk about. But you have been given a teachable heart. That means my heart is open. God, you can tell me something. I'm not, not so wise in my own eyes that I can't learn from you. No, you've been given a teachable heart uh, to perceive the secret hidden mysteries of God's kingdom realm. Keep going, please. But to those who don't have a my words are merely stories. Even though they have eyes, they are blind to the true meaning of what I say. And even though they listen, they won't receive full I just say we take a minute, just a couple of seconds, a few seconds to say thank you, Lord, for a, a hearing, a receiving, a teachable heart. Do you understand how big that is that you can come here on a Sunday morning and hear what God says? That's not just the normal. You're not, you're not, you, this isn't just like nothing. For you to come hear God's word and, and receive it, that's big. That's huge. You are on the right track. What God wants to do is by greater revelation is to now get you on from just being on the right track to being on the fast track. Tell you that, but you're already on the right track. Come on, encourage them. Really encourage them. Come on. Tell them you're already on the right track. High five them, shake their hand, just encourage them. You're on the right track. It might seem like it's going bad, but you're on the right track. It might seem like you've been going backwards, but you're on the right track. You came here, you keep coming here with your crazy self, you're on the right track. You keep coming here with your silly self, you're on the right track. It might not be looking good, but you're on the right track. It might be slow moving right now, but at least you're on the right track. I'd rather be moving slow on the right track than moving fast on the wrong track. moving real fast on the wrong track. No. <laughs> Shot him on the right track. Now the more revelation I get into, I'm going to show you this here by, by the time we get to Wednesday night because I'm out of time. But by the time I, I'm going to show you this, uh, he, he going to show us how to get on the fast track. Glory to God. Uh, Luke 8, are you still there? Yes, sir. Okay, go back to the New King James and give me verse 17. Verse 17. For nothing is secret that will not be revealed. This is the same, he, this, he preaching the same message right here. Right? He talked about you got open ears and open hearts to receive kingdom mysteries. Verse, verse 17. For, no, let me go back to verse 16. This is important. You see verse 16. Because 16, my Bible calls this the parable of revealed light. This is revelation here. 
He says, no one when he has lit a lamp covers it with a vessel or puts it under a bed, but sets it on a lampstand that those who enter may see the light. So he puts it on display. So when God, this is a revealing year, right? So not only is God revealing things in you and revealing things to you, but he's also revealing things for you and then then he's going to reveal you. Did you catch that? He's revealing things in you. He's revealing things to you. He's revealing things for you and then he's going to reveal you. You are about to be put on display this year. Because your manifestation is a demonstration of God's goodness. He's going to put, I mean, he's not going to bless you in secret. Y'all better hear me. You are moving into open season where God's going to bless you out in the open where all your cousins and all your naysayers and all the folk who talk about you and dodge you for going to that church over there. He's going to put you on display for the whole world to see what God has done in your life. They're going to say the Lord has been good to them. Yes, the Lord has been good to us and we are glad. You're about to be revealed. The Bible says the whole earth is growing and travailing, waiting for the revealing, for the manifestation of the sons of God. And if you're a son of God, you're about to be revealed. God, let me just put it this way. He's about to show you off. Let me just put it. He's, he's about to show you off. But first, before he shows you off, he's got to show you something. Show me something, Lord. Show me something, Lord. Every time I open this book, I don't care if I just drop it in the fall. Show me something, Lord. Lord, I've been reading Proverbs for 10 years. No, I don't care. Show me something today, Lord. I never, I never read the book of Micah. I don't care. Show me something, Lord. Because if you hunger for thir- and thirst for knowledge, God's going to give it to you. Isaiah 44, 3, he pours water on ground that's thirsty and floods on dry ground. Y'all better receive something here today. I receive. Now watch this. Watch this. Are we, uh, Luke uh, 8, 17. Go back over there. Luke 8, uh, us. All right. So for nothing is secret that will not be revealed, nor anything hidden that will not be known and, and come to light. This is for you. Nothing, nothing that's secret that won't be revealed. So all, all these secrets in here, he's going to show you. Yes, yes. He's going to show you the secret of success. People go and spend thousands of dollars on seminars, Tony, trying to learn the secrets of success. They're right there in your Bible. You read them every day when you read Proverbs. All the secrets of success are right there. You want to know how to be truly successful? That's, that's, why, that's why God told Joshua in Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. He said, I want you to meditate on my word day and night that you may observe to do whatever's written in it and so shall you make your way prosperous and then you'll have good, good success. Good. Oh, so there's, there's success and then there's good success. A lot of people in the world think they're successful, but he said there's a good success. It's a success without toil. It's a success without sorrow. It's a success without sleepless nights. It's a success where your marriage is still intact. It's a success where your children don't hate you. All right, let me finish here. Let me finish. I'm out of time. So verse 18, verse 18. Therefore, take heed. Therefore, remember, because he wants to reveal something. So therefore, take heed how you hear. Don't be all nonchalant about the word. Um, don't, don't, don't be, don't be 
I know this bad English. Don't be judging my vernacular. Don't be judging my verb conjugation. Get this word that's coming off my lips. Don't be judging whether I use good English or bad English. I know how to use proper English. But understand the word. You got it? He says, so therefore take heed how you hear. For whoever has revelation, to him more will be given. One, you'll receive more revelation. Two, you'll receive more of everything. And whoever does not have, watch this, even what he seems to have. So there are people in the world who they seem to have. And that's, that's what gets people in the body of Christ all flustered, all messed up by what they seem to have. Look at them, you, you all over their Instagram page. Look at it, what they got. Jodels are filters. Come on, some of y'all teenagers know about this. It's just filters. They take pictures with filters. Make it look like, oh, it's so glamorous. It wasn't glamorous. It's a filter, it's all digital. Look at them, they went, they went to Bermuda. Ooh, that's, look at that, and you all messed up because they went to Bermuda, and now you mad at your husband or your wife because we, we ain't go to Bermuda and They went to Bermuda. And you, you don't know, they didn't show you the pictures of them fighting on the way back. You don't post that. That they get back now, and all they got eating is weenies. Not even hot dogs, they're eating weenies now. <laughs> tell your neighbor, don't be moved by that. Come on, tell them, don't, don't be moved by what they seem to have. Because if they don't have revelation, even what they seem to have will be taken. I want the real deal. I want the real peace that no man can take away. I want the real prosperity no man can take away. I want the real marriage nobody can take away. I want the real deal, man. The only way I'm going to get the real deal is by revelation knowledge. Give me verse 18 in the Amplified. Verse 18 Amplified. And real quick, because I got I to go. Be careful, therefore, how you listen. For to him who has spiritual knowledge, it's revelation knowledge will more be given and from him who does not have spiritual knowledge even watch this even what he thinks and guesses and supposes that he has will be taken away they, they out there thinking and guessing and supposing come on y'all know some people like that they thinking and guessing and supposing <laughs> I just, I, I thought I had that. I thought I'd already worked that out. Yep. Give me Proverbs 1 7 again. Let me finish here. I might as well, I might as well just finish this. Y'all got three more minutes? Proverbs 1 7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. So I wanted to show you really how to, how to get into that river. I want to show you how to jump into that river. Everybody say, jump into the river. It's this way Proverbs 1 7. The river begins with, with, I receive, with, with, Fear or reverential respect of the Lord. You want to get a river flowing? Start out by fearing the Lord. 
We used to sing a song as little kids. It only takes a spark to get a fire going. Y'all remember that? If you was in Sunshine Band or something, you learned about that. It only takes a spark. It only takes fear of the Lord to get a river going. Pastor, I ain't, I ain't been in church, you know, 10 years and I ain't been to school. I don't know all kind of theology. You ain't, you ain't got to know all that. You ain't got to know all that. You just start fearing the Lord. Just say, Lord, I don't, there's bad English again, so y'all don't judge me. Lord, I don't know nothing. I don't know a thing. Everything I thought I knew, it ain't worked. So, Lord, I don't know nothing. I'm going to yield myself for you to teach me. That's the fear of the Lord. I'm going to walk in cautious respect for you, for your word, for your ways. I want my ways to please you. And when you get there, God said, oh, oh, you want to walk like that? Now we can be in agreement. Now we can walk together. Well, I'm going to show you some stuff. That's how you start it. That's how you start it. You don't have to have a theological degree. You just start fearing the Lord. All right? Now give me verse uh, 22 of the same chapter, Proverbs 1, 22 and 23, but I want the Message Bible. For sake of time, Message Bible. You got it? Simpletons. How long will you wallow in ignorance? Cynics. People that's scoffers again, they're still talking about you. How long will you feed your cynicism? Idiots. I really like that one. Now you're not talking to you. He's talking about the people who won't get revelation knowledge. He's talking about sense knowledge folk. Idiots. <laughs> How long will you refuse to learn revelation knowledge? Verse 23. About face. Watch this. This is what I like. I can revise your life. Anybody need your life to be revised? I like revisions because revisions are always better than it was before. I, I like I like revised statements. They first said you're old. This no, we we're gonna revise that. Somebody, you gonna get a revised statement? No, you don't owe three thousand. You only owe four hundred. That's a revised. <laughs> that's a revised statement. God can revise your life. Look, I'm ready to pour out my spirit on you. I'm ready to tell you all I know. God's ready. All right, now, Psalm 1. Psalm 1. Got a minute and a half. Psalm 1, verse 1. I receive. I receive. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. Verse 2. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. What are you delighting in? Not what man teaches, but the law of the Lord. And in, I receive. And in his law, in God's law, he, me, you, right? Y'all wake up now, y'all with me? In his law, we meditate day and night. Now that word meditate, if you have a good Bible, again, there's a little word in there. That word meditate means to ponder by talking to yourself. You keep talking to yourself. 
Whatever the word says, I keep talking to myself. I keep telling myself what the word says. I keep telling myself. I don't talk to fools. I keep talking to myself about what the word says. That's meditating. And I'm doing it all the time. I'm doing it all the time. I don't have time to do that, Pastor. I got to go to work. You can do it. Because at work, you're talking about other stuff. You at the work, you're talking about the, the calves and the warriors. Did you see, did you see what J.R. Smith did? Yeah, oh no, no, unless you're talking about that, you can be talking about the word. Did you see LeBron had 51 points? Yeah, yeah, I did, but, but I can be talking about the word too. See, I'm talking about this day and night. Now he says, when I do that, he says, verse three, he shall be that one who meditates is now going to become like a tree planted by the rivers of revelation knowledge. When you meditate day and night, you get a river going. It's already going by fear of the Lord, but you want to get it now churning. You want that river to be like the Mississippi, mighty Mississippi. Mississippi River, boy, they transport all kind of stuff in the Mississippi River, boy. Great exploits. You want to do some big stuff, you start simply by meditating. Pastor, it's not that easy. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. You just got to switch. You just got to switch. It's too hard. It's not too hard. If you can meditate on some song and memorize it, our kids can do it. Kids can, kids can learn these rap songs and man know all the words. And what? 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 They know all the little words. What? Then they can meditate the word of God. And you can meditate the word of God. And when you get into a river of revelation, here's the end result. And whatever he does shall prosper. Y'all hear that? Whatever he does. Pastor, how is it that whatever I'm, I'm going to do is going to prosper? Because I'm doing it by revelation. See, in the sense knowledge realm, everything is by trial and error. It's by experimentation. But in the revelation knowledge realm, it's by obedience. Whatever he says unto you, you do it. Right? John 2 verse 5, whatever he says unto you, do it. In Ecclesiastes chapter 8 verse 4, where the word of a king is... There is power, and who may say unto him, what are you doing? So when the word of a king comes, the word of the Lord comes to you, there's power in it. It already has power behind it, so you're not experimenting. You're not in trial and error. You don't have to try something. You just do something with the full knowledge and expectation that it's going to prosper because I'm doing what thus saith the Lord. Do y'all receive that today? Well, get on your feet and give God a praise. That's all the time I have today. Come on, come on. Come on, glorify him today. Hallelujah. Come on, give God praise and give God glory and give God honor for rivers of revelation, knowledge, hallelujah, flowing. Flow like a river, Jesus. Let it flow. <laughs> When you get into that flow, I heard, I heard Bishop Jake say this some time ago, years ago. He said, you know, everything I do turns to gold. It works like gold, I receive. And he said, you want to know why? He said, because I only do what God tells me to do. 
He said, it's not, it's not that I'm so smart. He says, I just only do what God tells me to do. Uh, you know, we can't argue with his success. And so if you want to have that kind of uh, Midas touch, they call it a golden touch, it's real easy. Just only do what God says. Because then it's not trial and error. It's not experimentation. It is just, I'm being obedient to God and it's going to work. So when you, when you marry by the will of God, yes, sir. a revelation knowledge, yes, sir. Chris, it ain't no, well, I hope this works. You, you don't need a prenup. Prenups are, are for people who they're going to trial and error. They're going to they gonna experiment. We're going to try it. I need to write this thing out because if, if this don't work out, if this don't work out, if, if you ain't sure it's going to work out, don't spend the money on the wedding. Don't spend $50,000 down there trying to get married and you ain't sure. Ain't nobody got time for that. Are you hearing me? The sweetness of this river. Allow this. There's something that resorts and some water parks have something called a lazy river. You ever heard of a lazy river? A lazy river, you just get on a float and you just lay on this float on this and it, it makes the water move and you just go wherever. You don't, you ain't paddling, you ain't stroking, you just float on it. Don't, so don't, don't y'all faith giants get mad at me when I say this. But the river of Revelation is a lazy river. It's no toil. It's no struggle. You just relax. Your only work is I believe. Yes, Lord, I do whatever you say. So if, if it offends you, if I say lazy river, let's call it easy river. It's an easy river. It's an easy river. My wife and I sometimes is like, man, this is, in the, in the center of it feels like this is nuts, man. This is nuts. How easy this walk is. Like, Lord, this, you just like want to pinch yourself all the time. And it's not that we're so smart. We, both, my wife will tell you, she came in, my wife's very smart. My wife is brilliant. My wife is, no offense to anybody, the smartest woman I know. Hands down, the absolute smartest woman I know. And I don't say that to try to, you know, pump her. She's the absolute smartest woman I know on this planet. But we were stupid. Because we were operating on sense knowledge. But now you get on the revelation knowledge, you're like, wow, this is so easy. And that's where you want to live. Husbands, wives, get out of the sense knowledge. That's what's going to keep you fighting. I want to be right. I want to be right. I want the last word. That's sense knowledge stuff. That's fear that you're not going to be heard. I just want you to hear me. I understand. Come out of that realm. Come out of that realm. Get over here in this revelation knowledge realm that God is for us. We're going to be successful. Amen. Lift your hands to the Lord. I just want you to receive right now. Let's receive. Just receive. Just let the Lord just 
the sweetness of his spirit just, just ushers something to you. In this position you're in, I'm just asking the Lord to just flood you with light. Ephesians 1 talks about that, amplified, about your heart being flooded with light. That's what I'm asking God to do. Some of you have a situation, you, Lord, I need an answer about this thing. I'm, I'm not sure what to do. I'm not sure I can't handle this thing. I'm tired of dealing with this thing. My father wants to give you an answer this morning. Your father wants to give you an answer. I'm praying for you that your heart will be flooded with light. The word of God says in Psalm 119 that the entrance of his word brings light and gives understanding to the simple. Father, I pray for every one of these, my brothers and sisters, even I pray as, as my dear children, that God, every area of darkness, every area of ignorance, every area of question, every area where your, your people are in need of of clarity, are in need of a solution, of an answer, are in need of direction. Father, I'm asking you to grant special favor, to grant revelation knowledge. I, I pray that you grant today that they not just get one answer, but multiple answers. That God, they, they not get just a little drop, but that a river of revelation knowledge begins to flow in their lives. And I thank you, Lord. I know, I know the peace like a river. I know that peace. It's a revelation knowledge river. That's what makes it a peaceful river. So, Father, I pray that peace like a river would attend their way. I pray that revelation knowledge would flood them. I pray that through dreams and through visions and through prophetic utterance, that God, that even as they open their, open their Bibles and they meditate on your word day and night, that God, light would flood their hearts. I pray for every husband, every wife. I pray for every parent who's dealing with a wayward child. I pray that God, you give revelation knowledge. I pray that you give perfect knowledge of every situation. I pray for every single mother or single parent who's raising a child on their own, God, and struggling in their finances, God. I pray for all those couples and all those families that are struggling financially, God. I pray, Lord, because you have all the answers, Lord. You know exactly what each and every one of us are to do. I pray for a divine revelation in finances. I pray for divine revelation for right now somebody, Lord, who's being attacked in their physical bodies and they're hearing words from the doctors and what the doctors are saying, it's not necessarily working yet. God, you have an answer that the doctors can't even see. So I pray that you give to your people revelation knowledge about that organ, that muscle, that tissue, that blood vessel, those blood cells, whatever it is, wherever that issue is, show them the very cause of the pain and show them your way of healing. 
Dear God, I pray that any person in this room who's not born again, that today they come to know Jesus Christ. I pray that the person today who's not filled with the Holy Ghost, that they will receive the Holy Ghost today in this place. For Lord, that is our fast track into this life that you have for us. So I pray that as we have all received, that Lord will see manifestation in our lives in every area we thank you for. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. 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 If you're in this room, listen to me. If you're in this room, you're